Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And this week, I sound much more chipper than I feel. <laughs> I, I, I was like going to hysterically start laughing because I was like, Emily, wow, you just pulled that out. <laughs> Second ago, you're like, I'm so tired. Now you're like, welcome to The Witch Next Door. <laughs> well, you know, got to gotta yeah. show up. Got to show up show and do up. the thing. Yep, here I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm cheerful. Well, I am, I am happy to be doing this. I just happen so to be happy. very tired today. Yeah. 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 It's always fun. It's always fun recording and talking to each other and talking to all of you yes. out into liminal space or wherever. <laughs> Imagining that you're all listening to us in real time, even though you'll listen to this later, but like across the time space continuum, it's sort of real time, right? It's some somewhat real. Somewhat real. It's happening. It's, in, it's happening. Well, it's happening so. for us now. But when you all are listening to it, it'll be happening for you in that moment. Even though it was recorded before, you're experiencing it in the moment. And so I feel like we've bridged the gap. And I don't know if that made any sense, but on the inside, <laughs> in my soul, it did. Podcast world. Podcast world. Good God. Honestly. <laughs> Woo! So Emily and I are really excited. We actually went on a little field trip outing. little field trip outing together to see john edwards edward edward you could see him <laughs> many times so i didn't even know who he was until what? yeah no emily you're the one who told me about him this year <laughs> no, no oh i was like the didn't we go time. before yeah the first okay. time we went you were like oh come to john edward and i was like who oh <laughs> So for anyone out there who might not know, John Edward is a psychic medium who has been doing this since the 80s. Um, he started off in, I believe, doing psychic fairs and eventually ended up having a TV show. I believe it was called Crossing Over. And now he travels about. And he also has like a membership group or something. I'm not a part of it, so I don't know what all it it entails at this point. I think it's called Evolve. And I, I do know they have like, I want to say get togethers, <laughs> but like <laughs> events, I should say events online. Um, And I think you get like discounts on tickets or something. I shouldn't say that because I actually don't know if it's true. I'm, I'm guessing, but uh, he has been doing this for a long time. He comes here to Santa Rosa almost every year, I think for at least the last, what, 20? 10 12 years 12 years oh, yeah yeah maybe longer um and does like quote i'm using air quotes a show so he comes and talks yeah. about the work that he does and then he does readings for the audience did i leave anything out no oh, that's pretty yeah that feels pretty right on so how many times have you seen him i've only seen him twice this was my second oh, okay time. so yeah. i think i've seen him probably eight times maybe seven times wow. well for a while I just bought tickets every year when he came to town mm -hmm. and I would just go 
um, sometimes with my mom, sometimes with friends, sometimes with Veronica. (laughs) (laughs) So I've seen him a lot and I actually got a reading from him once, but I can talk more about that later. But um, we thought it might be fun to talk about the experience of seeing him live and what that was like Mm -hmm. for us as audience members who did not get readings um, at that time. Yes. Um, the one thing that I really, there's so many different things that I love about seeing him. Like this is the second time I saw him, but like the, I really feel like he's so authentic and it feel, he feels authentic to me. You know, when people are like, oh, psychic mediums, you're like, Lululu, like, woo, 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 woo. You know, he's like super grounded in how he does his work i'm sorry i just have to repeat that Lululu. what <laughs> i've never heard that one i've heard woo woo and this oh la, la, la. but anyway yeah Lululu. that was good that was good he is not that he is no. in my opinion i this is all my opinion um i feel like he's very grounded in his work and i really love how he even explains how he does his work um he will he will even say like this is how like I like I get these images and this is how I relate this image to what I'm saying right now um Mm -hmm. and um as somebody who has like taken some intuitive training and some mediumship training like that is something that is really something it's like years and years of experience it's it's honing your intuitions it's listening to yourself it's listening to the images that you're getting and being able to connect that to information is really powerful and I there's moments where my jaw is just dropping when I listen to the stuff he's saying because I'm like there's no way he could know that there's no way like you know people you think about like the charlatans that are out like like oh those charlatans they could probably have posted people in the audience you know right sure sure i mean yes i do think he comes across as very grounded i think he comes across as very um east coast for Mm. for lack of a better term like he can be very abrupt at times and very like no 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 I know you're telling me no, but no, this is what I'm getting. And you can come back later and tell me, you know, confirm, go home and figure this out. But this is what Mm -hmm. I'm getting. So he can be really firm um, and curt almost in, in what he's saying. But also I think it, it could come across a few different ways. Like you could take that as he really has a strong conviction and belief in his experience he fully Mm -hmm. trusts his intuition and what the messages are he's getting um you know somebody who is a skeptic could say oh no he's just basically badgering people so that they will you know make this fit their narrative um Mm -hmm. because you know being publicly spoken to like that can be shaming for some people he's not purposefully shaming he's just not at all but i can see how somebody could take it that way he has very clear boundaries. Yes. That is what Yes, I, that's nice. That's I a good way to say it. Completely value, especially with the kind of work he's doing. I can't mm. only imagine how you have to have clear boundaries and at the level he is at. Um like I think about like how how I struggle with my own personal boundaries and just like to be at that level 
I do feel like like having like a really intense love and appreciation and trust of the work that you do is like he's got to have a level of like I trust every single word that's coming out of my mouth right now Mm -hmm. and then until you disprove me then you know very matter of fact sure yeah yeah I love that you said boundaries because I do think you know both you and I are pretty intuitive and I know for myself I could get really flooded and I can also get really confused and um and I have had the experience of doing readings for people where they just keep pulling more and more and more or the experience of doing readings for people where they're kind of shutting you out and like that's not but you know what's coming through and you're like okay well I don't know where this fits but this is just what I'm getting so mm-hmm. I'm just going to leave it there and you can take it or leave it I don't know what it's about <laughs> yeah exactly and not like I don't know not like allowing the person who you're reading to to actually affect you to the level that it would inhibit you to continue to get information you know where the ego pops in and says I'm not good enough this isn't right information you know because you're getting the feedback from the person you're reading that like either it's maybe not valid or you know he'll be like no like it is what this is what I'm seeing and if Mm -hmm. it doesn't resonate with you now it's either for somebody else like let me like navigate here or you're you need to think about this (laughs) Mm -hmm. well and one of the things I appreciate and I've had this experience too in readings is where you're giving information to someone and you know what you're saying and you know what and he obviously knows what he's saying but somebody will take that information and they want it to be, they want it to fit so bad. They start to tell you the way that it fits. And it's like, no, that's not, that's not what I'm seeing. That's not what's happening here. This is no, 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 no. Um, And I feel like he's really clear about that too. Like when somebody starts to try to make the information fit in a way that actually doesn't fit for what he's getting, he'll say that. And again, boundaries, like just really knowing yourself, trusting yourself. And it's just to be, I'm like, to be an audience member, it is really intense, like, to be like, like, I personally am very, like, sensitive to other people's energy. And like, just being in a room of that many people, which feels like heavy grief, uh, like so much grief. So, so many things have happened to all these people who are, I mean, this is a sold out show. There's hundreds of people. Like, well, it's, I think it seats 1200 people. That, 1200 people and it's really intense really and there there's some desperate desperation that happens like people want so badly yeah to to get messages to connect to people that they lost you know um that it is it's sad to see sometimes where they're like no it's me it's me I know it is because my blah, 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 you know, died this way. And you're saying it just the right. And it's like, no, he's like, and they're saying this. No, that's not it. That's not it. I'm right. I'm not over. I'm not. That's not, it's not you. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, wow. It's it intense. is intense. I mean, it's, it's gotta be intense for him to hold that space. And I imagine it again, it's practice, right. Done it for many, many years. So I'm sure it gets easier. Um, because you just have that clear channel going on Mm -hmm. and it is intense as an audience member to like feel the, the pain 
but so, yeah. so many people, you know, at, he was saying this time, and I actually really liked this because I've seen him so many times. He really spoke this time about the experience being like a lesson or a teaching that he was really showing up to share information um, versus it being a show or a performance or, you know, whatever that might be, however you want to categorize it. Um, I just totally lost my train of thought. This is what happens on five hours of sleep. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, oh, just the pain of, of sitting in the audience as an audience member and feeling the intensity. So maybe he's able to hold that space, but you know, you can, it's palpable. And he yeah. was, so this is where I was going. Sorry. Thanks for coming along on my journey in my brain. Um, <laughs> he was talking about how really people come to these events because everybody wants to know, is my loved one? Okay. Is there mm -hmm. something beyond this? You know, are they trying to connect with me? But ultimately it's, is my loved one? Okay. Mm -hmm. And you can feel that in the audience yeah. that that is, yeah. You know, and there's people, well, I mean, I just actually just lost two people in December, but, you know, before that, I've come to peace with that grief that I have over other people that I've lost. And I don't need a reading to know everybody's okay, or that, you know, this is like, I'm, I'm okay with where I'm at. Um, but some people really need that. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you, Emily, because I know that true about that's true about you, but you do keep going back to John Edward. So what yeah. about what about that? Like, what makes you want to go back? My death anxiety. So uh, as I've talked about before, I hold that I stand straddling two worlds of being a skeptic um, or maybe maybe a pragmatist one way or the other, and then also fully believing in, you know, an afterlife and reincarnation and spirits mm -hmm. and all of that. But there is a part of me and it's probably my ego that's terrified of dying and no longer mm -hmm. existing. And so I keep going back because I want the comfort of knowing there's something else. So that's really why I'm there. Um, I don't necessarily need to hear from people. Although I will say on the way there, I think I told you, Veronica, like, I'm like, I'm good to my girlfriend who just passed away. I'm like, I'm good. I don't need you to come through. I know this would not really be your jam anyway. It's fine. And and then as we were sitting there, I was like, well, maybe if you want to. <laughs> oh my gosh. And she did not. But um, <laughs> but I don't think she would anyway, because that's not really her thing. Mm. Um but yeah, I was like, I don't I don't need to hear from her. And I was like, but if you wanted yep. to, it would be okay with me. <laughs> I think I could stand up in front of 1199 people and, it is. you know, it's also really vulnerable, like to watch those people to stand up. Right? Like, oh my gosh, like there is a moment there. Like, I think the first time when I went that there, there was a moment where I was like, is he talking about me? Like uh... I, I, I had like a quick, I was like, is that? And then and then it was like, you know, how things happen, like in so quickly in seconds. And I'm like, it can't be me. I can't stand up. I don't <laughs> want to stand up. Like the vulnerability piece, <laughs> like that's not me. And then like, I'm not going to stand up. Like, and it wasn't me, you know, was, that was all in seconds. Cause the next word that it was out of his mouth was obvious. It was not my loved one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's wild. 
Yeah. yeah, I think I, I, I mean, I get the. Do you feel like you get that kind of like, like if you go for your death anxiety, do you feel like you get like, just kind of like a reassurance that like there is something or at least a glimpse that like, that maybe there's something else? Yeah, one side of me does. And then the other side's all, this is a bunch of malarkey. <laughs> Which is hysterical because I, I mean, I have intuitive hits all the time, right? I mean, this is, this is the crazy thing about my brain is that I'm, (laughs) I'm holding both all the time. I'm always looking at things from that sort of like, I guess, skeptical, trying to really hash it out kind of angle and then also having faith. So I, I don't know. It's a strange, strange thing to be in my brain. I think it's a great thing. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Well, that you're you are my like friend, my best friend. So, um, you know, Veronica has to say that. I just paid her extra (laughs) with extra love, Um, extra love, (laughs) extra love, and a cherry on top. I just, I just really think there's value in both those things. You know what I'm saying? Like to be blindly, you know, surrendering to any faith feels scary to me honestly and it also feels it can be dangerous I agree um and irresponsible (laughs) right and um not steeped in reality and so I I really feel like there is that part that like it's really good that there's that part of you that is like wait wait girl like really like maybe there's someone behind there tapping him info like that's possible like I mean and yeah that much that much stuff that's like yeah well one of the other questions that always comes up for me whether I'm getting whether I go to an event like this or I'm getting a reading from someone is how much of the information that is coming through is coming from me so you know how much of the information of what he was bringing was being transmitted by the people who are present so maybe it's not somebody from the afterlife maybe it's not a past loved one maybe it's you know what's happening psychically for that person who is present and I wonder that too I don't know I don't think we can Mm -hmm. ever truly have the answer to that but it is um it's just a a curiosity that I hold because I I absolutely have zero skepticism when it comes to psychic abilities I completely a hundred million percent believe that we are psychic and can connect intuitively with one another and get information that way. But where that information is emanating from, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There was, oh gosh, it like popped into my head. This one thing that happened in the audience, it was crazy. So he's doing a reading for this one guy. And then he says, maybe you can, you know, help me remember this, Emily, but like he says, um do you have a high school friend in the audience oh yeah he's like no (laughs) and this is an older man I mean he looked like maybe late 50s yeah I'm thinking yeah somewhere around there I'm guessing yeah and he's like no like and and then he just like puts a call out like is somebody recognize him to be their high school and some guy stands up and then all of a sudden there's like this reading that happened cross reading that happens with this guy that's from his high school like 
it just blew my mind. Did, am I remembering this right? You're remembering it correctly. Can I throw my skepticism in there? Yes, please. We live in Sonoma County, <laughs> right? So yes, Santa Rosa is a city, right? And we yeah. have all these other smaller cities around us. But I mean, I grew up here and I run into people frequently that I went to high school with, um, nice. you know? So what are the odds? I think what the are other, the odds? That's what I'm wondering. The you're odds saying are pretty like, good. Odds you're thinking, I'm like, what are the odds? Though, right. Really? I'm like, well, the odds are pretty good. And you're like, no, but really, what are the odds? I'm like, but so, really, what are the odds? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know that sitting in that audience besides us, I knew three people that I, that I knew were there. Mm -hmm. And my hunch is that there were at least another two that I didn't see, but that I know often come to those events. And yeah, I just, I would not be surprised if there were other people in that audience that I knew personally. Mm -hmm. So there's yeah. a skeptic there. There you go. That being said, I didn't know one person and I was almost a hundred percent sure nobody I knew was in that audience. How are you a hundred percent sure? <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. I just, I just know. I just right. was like, mm, I don't think anybody, I mean, I looked around, but <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say? Who's to say? What are the odds? I don't know. Yeah. I guess one in 1,200, two in 1,200. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. It's a wild thing. I mean, I I think it's, I will probably always go back. I remember a couple of years ago I went and I was like, you know, I don't think I need to come anymore. Mm -hmm. I think I'm good. And then the pandemic hit and I didn't go for a couple of years. Um, and then this year I was like, you know, I guess I just had a moment. Sometimes I just buy tickets for things. And then I'm like, oh, crap. Because I buy them like way in advance. <laughs> I'm like, this seems like a great idea. And then I put it in my book. And then as I'm getting closer, I'm like, oh, oh I bought tickets for that. Huh. I guess I'm going to go do this thing. <laughs> like, can I go do this thing now? Yeah. Am I, <laughs> do I have it in me? <laughs> yeah. Do I have the energy? Well, thankfully, this was in the day. This was, mm -hmm. did not require me to leave my house in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little yeah. bit more of a stretch these days. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know, uh, when my dad died, and I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before. So for those of you who've listened to all of our many episodes, you this may be a repeat story. I'm not certain. Um, but in 2011, my dad died, and I believe it was 2012. So shortly after that, I signed up for John. John Edward had a membership group at that time. And I signed up for it. Um, and I never really did anything with it. I never really paid much attention to it. I just paid for it. Like as we do sometimes, uh, <laughs> for several months. And then one day I was driving, I had, I had just finished work and I was starting to head home and I was driving and my phone rang and I went to answer it. And it was a, like an, un what are they called? Like, you can't see the number. Like unavailable. Uh, unknown. Just, yeah, unavailable. Unknown, yeah. I was unavailable. And I had actually had a call into CPS and I was waiting for them to call me back so I can make a report. True story. Um, <laughs> and that's how their phone number shows up. So I thought that's who it was. So I answered it and I'm like, hello, this is Emily. And this man says, hi, this is John Edward. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me, who is this? Like, I, you know, I'm yeah. and he, He's like, 
this is John Edward, the psychic medium. And I was like, hmm, okay, hi. Uh, <laughs> random. Weird. Totally random. Yeah. And so I'm like pulling my car over and he's like, do you have a minute or something? I don't know. He said something. And I was like, yeah, I'm just pulling over so I can have this conversation with you. <laughs> wow. And he proceeded to give me this reading. Um, I guess they do drawings every month. So at the wow. time, there was stuff he was saying that I was just like, I didn't quite get. And there was other stuff that I was, I felt like grateful to hear, but also like, did I make, I don't know, you know, my skeptic self. Mm. I'm like, is he just saying this? Cause it's the thing I want to hear. Am I making it the thing I want to hear? Mm. Um, because at the time I didn't know how, we still don't know how my dad died exactly. We know it was a stroke or a heart attack, but my fear was always like he was incapacitated and nobody was there to be with him or help him. And uh, he, John told me, oh yeah, I, I'm getting really fast. One, two, three, and I'm gone. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, okay, thank God, you know, like totally relieved. Mm -hmm. And actually since then, I've had another psychic tell me the same thing. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll believe it. And it will give yeah. me, let me sleep at night. Um, <laughs> so there was that, there were things he was talking to me about around work that uh, I was really just kind of like, I, this is not making sense to me. But the wild thing is, is that later it did make sense. It was like stuff that had not come to pass. And then it came uh -huh. to pass. And oh, I was like, wow. oh, what? Um, about, about somebody I worked with who had an M name, who had like a stomach thing going on. And it turns out that my boss with an M name had a stomach thing going on and ended up passing away from it. Um. But it was all, just, I was like, I don't know what this wow. pertains to, but I'll just make a note anyway. Um, and conflict, something about a conflict with this M name. And I was like, I don't have anybody at work with an M name. And the one guy I can think of, I'd never thought of my boss. I thought of somebody else. I was like, I don't have any conflict with him. <laughs> oh, funny. Oh my God. But right, the pieces slide into place yeah. later. And this is the thing too, about when you get a reading, just kind of generally speaking, whether you're in a public place or doing it one-on-one -on -one or whatever it might be, often you'll get information and you're so struck at the moment, it's hard to access how that might correlate and it might not come clear till later. Yeah. Um, so that's a good thing to remember too. But the last thing I'll just share about that was at the end, he was talking and he said something about like, what's the milkshake story? I was like, what? So my mom, my parents met in Alaska and my mom was working at some like, I don't know what it was, some ice cream hut, like Dairy Queen thing. And maybe it was a Dairy Queen, but something like that in Alaska. And they had this joke about this milkshake guy who would come in. And that was my dad. Whoa. So what? he told me this story. I was like, what? This is crazy. And so that anyway, so that kind of like, like, I don't know mm -hmm. how many people have a milkshake story. Like Veronica, if somebody said to you, what's the milkshake story? What would you say? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, here's another interesting yeah. thing. After this, I had a recording of this session because it was on the, the website. So I went back and I played it for my aunt and uncle. And my uncle is my dad's brother. And at the end, my uncle's like, are you serious? They had a milkshake story too. That was a different milkshake story. What? 
what that is crazy right wow I know yeah so anyway that's my my story there was more you know that he shared with me but uh you know and there were some things that I still to this day have no idea what they correlated with like none and and they may not have been for me I don't know Mm -hmm. but I know after that I racked my brain thinking how much of the information that he shared with me could he have gotten off Facebook or you know Mm -hmm. off some type of just googling my name like what would have come up um yeah and I don't know but. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I I, get it. I get the skeptical part. I totally do. Because yeah, we're living in this, you know, day and age where there's yes. so much available and so much information available. But there's stuff like that milkshake story. I know. Well, that like, that is no way. I mean, you didn't even know that. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, there is no way. No. Like, I had that with a medium before. And I've told this story before. But like, she was like this is like she gives this whole image of of like what I did like a ritual that I performed and there's no way she could have known that right like I'm like yeah that's not information you find out like that's real stuff so yeah maybe there's some things that like come through that maybe aren't for you or but like there's stuff that comes through and you're like okay like this is obviously the real deal. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, would you go see him again? I would. You know what I? The reason why, like, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I just am like blown away by it. Honestly, yeah. it's absolutely it's fascinating, fascinating, and dumbfounded. I'm dumbfounded when I'm listening to him and listening to people and the just like just as a psychological piece <laughs> of like, damn, man, I'm being blown away. I'm being blown away right now with synchron, like not just synchronicity, but just like, how could that be? Just like, mm-hmm. I love the idea that like, there's so much mystery and unknown out there that like, yeah. we don't know anything. And like, we just, I just, I just love that feeling of like, no matter how, like, I try to like learn more. I always want to learn more, which is exciting and important and cool and feeds like a big part of my soul. But it's like, I'm never going to learn everything. And there's so much, (laughs) there's so much I don't know. And that I won't ever know. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, Yeah. it's like just looking at the the big picture, you know, Mm -hmm. like, oh, Oh, that's right. <laughs> this is the big picture. That's what it feels like. Like big picture or watching the big picture on stage of like, oh yeah, we're just like this little dot in this huge, vast multiverse that is whatever we're experiencing. And we, you know, cool. It's cool. It is cool. It's yeah. very cool. So, you know, Tyler Henry's coming to Luther Rubing Center. Oh, really? Yeah. On May 30th. And I got to say, I went to buy tickets, not going to lie, found out, logged on, went to buy tickets, had them in my cart and thought, why does May 30th seem like a date to me? So I had to look at my date book. I already bought Sarah McLaughlin tickets. So (laughs) 
<laughs> that's great. I guess I'm going to Sarah McLaughlin. Even You're really though... into tickets. You're really into tickets. Well, so... <laughs> never buy tickets this is the thing I'm just like it's so many tickets like <laughs> tickets. I, I mean know. it's some events I'm trying to go yeah. to events I'm trying to be I'm trying to be more cultured I'm trying That's to great I'm trying to have fun Amazing. yeah fun good. you know <laughs> but anyway so if you if you wanted to go just so you know Thank you for the heads up. Yeah. And the only reason why I even know who you're talking about is because you told me about him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I know someone who would love to go with you. So we'll talk about that later. That sounds sweet. Cool. <laughs> well, everyone, thanks for listening in to our, uh, our field trip experience, mm-hmm. our psychic field trip. How about that? Yeah. Like a psychic field trip. Deep, yeah, deep into the mind and the psyche. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I wish you all could have just seen Veronica's face because it was super intense. <laughs> Her eyes got all big. Deep one, into the one day we'll record this and make it like a video. Oh, on video? video. Is, yeah, yeah, share a video. A video yeah. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Well, for now. Well, I guess we can call that a wrap. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> okay. Well, everyone... Until next week, you know, keep it magical. And if you have any experiences of seeing any psychics that you would love to share with us, you know, or maybe you had a reading that like blew your freaking mind, mm-hmm. uh, feel free to share. You can hop over and send us an email at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. Um, and of course, we always love to hear from you and what's going on in your world. Till next time, friends. We'll see you then. Hey there, friends. Emily here from Wise Woman Witchery. If you like what you hear on The Witch Next Door, I invite you to support us. You can do that by rating, reviewing, liking, following, uh, what else? (laughs) Whatever else it is that you do on the platform you like to listen to podcasts on. By doing these things, it actually helps other people find us. And in that way, helps us spread the magic. So I appreciate you taking the time to do that. And thanks for being a listener. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.